0: everyone! Welcome
1: back wow, to PhD.
0: There. Welcome <laughs> to <movie boat. laughs> That's what I, about. <laughs> I used to love calling it. Okay. <laughs> welcome back to PhD in Color. I'm Adriana, emphasis on the D and the R, and I'm one fourth of the problematic PhDs.
2: Hi, welcome back. This is Academic Clapback. BBW, big.
3: Belly
1: bookworm. oh <laughs> was like, are you going to be able to finish? <laughs> How do you go
3: after
1: that? <laughs> hey everybody, this is Hoto Scholar. <laughs> welcome, welcome. I am a fourth of this podcast, this group. Welcome to PhD in Color. Um, big shout out to those listeners that are like on the ground listening to us we love and and appreciate you all day (laughs) we love and appreciate you and uh, please tell your friends about us we're getting our shit together and we're trying uh, to share our experiences as we navigate academia, as i like to call it so welcome and welcome and let's get to it yay okay so our
0: first shit today is (laughs) checking in, Mm -hmm. where am I, what am I doing, half the time I don't know. I'm currently in the midst of working on my pilot study, so I'm excited about that. I am collecting data, and trying to figure out what I'm doing on a daily, trying to reorganize my schedule to fit my needs and, like, have breaks. And so, like, if that ever happens, I will let y'all know. <laughs> and I will share my tips and tricks. Um, but as of right now, just day to day. What else? I got a presentation coming up at Ahi, So that's exciting. Hey. hey. So that's the thing. I'm going to introduce someone really cool next week. Um, a little, like, mini speech going on. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was oh. like, Tell nah. me more. <laughs> and also, what am I doing? I am also having to do my taxes next week. Oh, you I have to do taxes.
1: Yeah, yeah
2: okay. I have to do my taxes. I my did my so taxes. I, I stayed silent and anyway. didn't Okay. Normally, I
0: do it really quick. Oh but I have not. Oh, so that I'm was my. That. That's what I did on my Saturday. Oh, okay, But yeah, that's me. Adriana am what's going on um still no, nothing to report in the love life department <laughs> um, no although button, no know I, I said in 2020 I said in 2020 I'm not none of that none of those apps because it was just, no boom boom no it was just a
3: horrible <laughs> experience now where are you going to talk to people in the library um there's people here <laughs> No,
0: I you don't
1: talk to people
0: <laughs> <laughs> Okay. You're right. so. other, yeah. Um I am currently trying getting to the root of why I am not being vulnerable and I think it's working out because I'm starting to recognize that other people may or may not be feeling me. So I just have to make a move. So I'll let y'all know what that looks like and how that looks. And hopefully that those people will never listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So y'all already know who I'm talking about, so don't don't let them know. <laughs> <laughs> <Nothing for me. laughs> don't send them no links because they might recognize their
2: patterns. Alright. Sorry that was funny. That was me. This is academic clapback. I think I guess for checking in, I'm doing okay. I think I'm just trying to fight this imposter syndrome that's kind of making me hesitate on finally finishing up my dissertation proposal and mm. to set a date. Set a date, ho. Huh? I'm ready to go.
1: <laughs> act, notes out, out. glasses Glass on. How cool, how cool.
2: Yes.
1: I have questions about what you just <laughs>
2: said. <laughs> so I think I'm right now battling that, but it's okay. Let me see. Anything else that I want to share right now?
0: You just did a great presentation.
2: Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Last week, I did a really great presentation, and my amiga Adriana was there and really moderated that conversation, and it was just such a dope conversation to have, and it really allowed me to be in community as I was talking about my project, Mm -hmm. which is something that I was really nervous about doing because I know that... There's a privilege that I have as a U.S. citizen doing research with undocumented students, and it's something that I continuously feel tension about, and I'm constantly being reflexive about. It was really inspiring and a huge reminder that this is meant to be, and that I'm meant to do this work. I left that space feeling very affirmed. Oh,
0: love it. But yeah.
2: I guess that will be my check-in. Yeah. <laughs> Skin <tige>. Okay,
0: so. <laughs> it literally Every sounds time. like you just walked into the room. <laughs> I
3: know. I, so everybody is walking around here with these hydro flasks and I just looked on Amazon. These bitches are $50. What are you um, Financial
1: aid. <laughs> <Okay>.
3: <laughs> I a hydro flask because I need to drink water. And
0: then, do you want one?
1: Because I, can, I cannot. But, ask
3: oh, Costco.
0: To get
1: cheaper Cos- than
0: that price. Costco has good. My therapist said that Costco has some like it, and they're like 25 bucks. Okay, because.
3: Uh,
1: what size do you want?
3: I need a big... A
1: so, what
3: size? Degree. is this, 32, 40... 30. <clears throat> what size? This is 32. You got 32 out. 32. 32. Oh, 32? So, that was... What, because everybody's walking... There, everybody on campus got this... I want the little thing with the... little like <laughs> The little vent. Yeah. But, um... Okay, that was first my surprise check-in because I thought this was going to be like $15 and then I thought $49.95. <laughs> so, I was a little shocked. Okay, so check-in... Uh, I woke up today with a, a migraine and a nosebleed, so mm. I am reminding myself to sleep more, pay attention to my diet, mm. and drink water. Yes. Dr- drink water. Um, Yeah. So I recognize the faults in my ways,
0: <laughs> and I, I will you're, try. We're bad influences. I'm a bad influence. The them. table that we're sitting at right now is. has
3: Those groceries.
0: Groceries. Uh, Pop darts, chips, Doritos, Skittles, Takis, Targets, Chewing and, in the
2: Back, <laughs> and Gummy Cares. Ruffling all these snacks. I was just hungry. hmm. Adelante.
1: All right, y'all. Um. So, just a check in. Uh, it's been a week. Um, a lot of stuff is happening. Oh, yeah! Shit. Uh, I'm just like. Yes! I think I'm just processing.
3: Do tell. Do tell. <laughs> all, all,
1: all. See what happens. So, I guess I got an award.
3: No, not you, did. You earned I earned
1: an award mm-hmm. that I was nominated for here at school from uh, one of my profits. And. They said they just sent a letter, so I moved. And so I was, I was like, What are you talking school. about? Um, and so I found out today, and it came with like a, a very small little stipend scholarship. And I was just like, Oh, so I wasn't anticipating it. So that was awesome. I love that. Um, what else is going on? And yeah, then, that's your CV. I know. I was like, Oh, yeah." Speaking of. Mm-hmm. And then uh, what else happened this week? It's just been a lot. I've been doing a lot of work for my exploratory study and so that's just been like taking a lot of time but it's also like really good work um so stay tuned because hopefully that will materialize into some really transformative um jeteria work that i can like share with folks and i just found out that i got accepted um to present at the pre-conference for the queer sig at aera love it but i don't know what's going on now with corona everywhere it's like uh
3: Mm -hmm.
0: so but
1: I'm excited because they approved it and so I'm gonna get like connected to a mentor hopefully it says according to the stuff and they'll be able to provide me feedback in like a roundtable discussion
0: on the stuff that I'm doing
1: so yeah it's just a lot of stuff is happening and I feel like we're all on a grind so excuse us for I guess the late episode well excuse us to a certain extent because we're also like humans. so you know we gotta live so I'm not too sorry about it. Sorry, but,
2: not sorry. Yeah,
1: but we've been on our grind too. So I'm very proud of us as a whole because we're like, we're doing it. Yeah. So pat on the back. Yeah. Um, so that's our check-in. Current events. So today we kind of structured it to provide a little insight into, like how we're feeling about current events. And I'm going to let Academic Clapback take it away.
2: Yeah, so... I think we're we're continuously reflecting on our podcast, and one of the things we wanted to introduce or a segment was current events, just because a lot of things do happen, and we don't always talk about them or hear about them, and so we want to make sure that we're bringing this up. Um, there's been a lot of students at UCs, particularly it started at UC Santa Cruz, um, who've been fighting for a cost-of-living adjustment throughout the U- the UC system. And this actually started last year. Students have been protesting and striking by refusing to submit grades. But now what's happened is that administrators have basically threatened them with terminating other grad students who are refusing to do this. A lot of folks at the UC system have been protesting in support. Last Friday, there was a protest throughout different UC campuses. UC Davis has now agreed to uh, go on strike as well, I believe. And UC Santa Barbara, too. Mm -hmm. Um but it's continuing to grow and uh... it's super problematic because it talks about the exploitative procedures and ways that these structures or these systems really work and the way that they don't consider the graduate student work true work that needs to be compensated justly and according to the cost of living in the spaces that they're at california is super expensive as well so like you cannot be paying people a thousand dollars that's not the amount, but the whole point being that they really do need to reconsider the cost of living. I
0: think something also to bring up is that uh, I, I went to UC for undergrad, and so one of the things that I noticed even in the time that I was there is that class sizes continue to grow to like this really just, I mean, it's so different, Like being in a class of 500 and even that number going up, right? And so that also means... Added labor onto TAs, graduate students, um, as they lead discussion sections. And even just in the fact, like we're here at LOLU, that actually is not factored into our tuition, unfortunately, is like the teaching aspect part of graduate education. But being an undergrad at, at a school like that, where I was taught, you know, in those bigger classes. By TAs that were graduate students, I recognize the labor that they put into Mm -hmm. grading all my fucking assignments, teaching the class, and really diving into like a deeper discussion. So I think, you know, it's really important to be in solidarity with folks Mm -hmm. that are really being exploited and Mm -hmm. whose work and mentorship is not being compensated in any kind of way. And even just in the ways that administration has responded and or not responded which is also a kind of a response is really telling of how these systems just consistently exploit and just take advantage of this labor and shout out to all the folks that are in solidarity all the unions AFSCME As well as the undergrads, right? I've been following this for a little bit of time. And so I was reading even some of the student evals that Mm -hmm. um, grad students were posting of students, you know, putting in their evals like I stand with you. I believe that what you're doing is just and it's valid. And so shout out to everyone who's in solidarity with those folks. We're in solidarity with them. And yeah, it's really fucked up.
3: I think an important um, aspect of this to note is that graduate students at UC schools, the the amount of of labor Mm -hmm. it takes to be a teaching assistant on top of being a student and completing their own work Mm -hmm. um, takes um, a a multitude of time. And like uh, Clapback mentioned, California, really now, up and down wherever any Mm -hmm. UC campus is, is expensive, and it's hard to require full-time, and really like full-time labor Mm -hmm. for graduate students, and students also have to attend their own classes if they're still in coursework. Or if they're in a STEM field, they're in the lab. This has been an ongoing issue Not new. Um, with this school system. So, yeah, it's just we're in solidarity with, with the graduate students across the UC system. Yeah. So, <clears throat> keep
0: at it, y'all. We support you. We see you. We validate your position. And, you know, it's fucked up, but like there's power in numbers and in order to be transformative you have to disrupt so y'all don't get your grades Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so and grades are i mean really not even necessary for learning honestly so
2: that's a whole other
0: conversation but
2: yeah but really um, also if anyone who's listening has any other info on this and wants us to share it on our page please let us know if there's any petitions going around that we can go ahead and promote through our page to help um, garner more signatures let us know at PhD in color and for our IG and for our Gmail PhD in color at gmail.com we're happy to go ahead and put those on our page if there's any other, Current events that we should be post, we should be mentioning in our next episodes. Also, send them our way. Thank you so much, and we're always in solidarity with folks disrupting systems.
0: Love that. So, on to the next. What is the
3: topic of the day? Money. Group projects. I don't even know why that is a thing. (laughs) Ah. Yeah,
0: let's give a little bit of context. So all four of us at one point um, have had this fellowship that BDW, um, Hotel Scholar, and I are still currently in. This fellowship, which is really, talking about unpaid labor, uh, is really an internship <laughs> for doing student affairs work that our administrators don't want to do. But it does provide us with a small stipend and a little bit of money to, tra- to travel to um, specific conferences that they, that they want us to work. Let me be clear about that. Um, and so I uh, it's a two-year position. Um, academic clapback started one year before me. We overlapped. Then I had... Um, then... Poto Scholar at BBW started. So they're in their first year and I'm in my last year. And so we're putting on this day this for folks. This program. event program for folks in our department. And graduate students. Yeah, so graduate students. And we have to work with three other people. And they're not, they're getting paid, but they're not doing their work. Specifically, one person hasn't been doing the work for two years God, since man. I started. <laughs> man, but who really, was in, who was in my cohort when I first started and is now in their last year and just like is just like stuck on that serious finesse. Like, I don't understand how a person could be okay with collecting a check without ever doing anything. And I don't mean like talking about like you won the lotto, right? I'm talking about like you are expected to do work. And you just not. And so I don't know. Hotel Scholar came through with that reply all email. And so, do you want to elaborate a little more? Because I was like, okay.
1: Yeah, I, I, I was fed up in the sense that um, I get it. We're all busy. We all have very crazy timelines. We are all focusing on different aspects of this, you know, this uh, this graduate school process because we, we have a mixture of master's students this year in this program thing. So, anyways, I think for me, I was just like, I get it. We all have time, and an hour before we had to meet, the person emails and they're like, "Oh, by the way, sorry I've been so disconnected." Um, I, I mean, d- you've been and, gone and, and for a year, but pretty two much. years. <laughs> so sorry I've been disconnected. And FYI, I won't be able to take a leadership position for this event. But <laughs> whatever you need me to do, let me know, and I'll like man a booth or like I'll like be at the sign up sheet. Or what have you? And I was just like, doing the bare minimum. I was like, is this bitch for real? Like, she's letting us already know that she's not like gonna be able to participate or provide support or be there, and she's gonna she's gonna get a cut of a check for and what I'm, she's getting paid for. Yeah, I was like, um, so I, Petty McGee, I replied all, and I said, hey, thanks for the update. Beep beep beep. So and so, um, can you please make sure you let Doctor Beep 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 know? That you will not be able to take a leadership role as this is the main event for our fellowship. Thank you. And so I said, if this person doesn't (laughs) let the professor know, I would do it. (laughs) And that's exactly what I did today. I let the professor know after the meeting, like, hey, just FYI, not sure if that person reached out to you. But I told them to, I replied all and I said, you should reach out to the professor and let them know, or you're not going to be able to be in a leadership position and that you won't be helping us for the main event for this fellowship. Because I don't I'll take your money. I got no, I got no problem taking your money distributing amongst the rest of us who are actually doing this work. So I, I don't have time for this. We're too old. We're not in high school or undergrad. We have to rely on other folks to make sure that our project, um, does well. I'm the type of person that I, I like my work, you know, my work speaks for itself. I like to be on top of my things to a certain extent. <laughs> and I just don't need this, so I, I wasn't impressed by this person. And, yeah, I don't know. But.
0: The good thing is, is that the person that, uh, the faculty member that is running the fellowship this year for the first time, thank God, is aware and is regularly checking this person, which is actually like its own form of entertainment. It
3: sure is. <laughs> it makes and meetings the meetings. Really
0: yeah, it makes the meetings go great, and I think also like, you know, we talk a lot about collaboration and talk about um, community over competition a lot, and so, um unfortunately, like things like this happen, right? But there's. The thing about it is, is that, like, you sent that email, hotel Scholar, but, like, even so in the process, like, we were able to really meet and get so much shit done. And, right. I mean, like you said, like, our work speaks for itself, and I feel like that's something that I also really appreciate and, and like, try to go by because, um, you know, as a woman of color, like, people are always trying to discredit anything I do. But anytime that they've tried to do that, my work spoke for itself and it's like okay like you I already know you don't fuck with me I already know you don't like me but right. at least when I hand this to you it's gonna be twice as good as you thought it was gonna be and my shit is on point so it is what it is but do we have any examples of a
3: good collabs or good group work When everybody pulls their weight (laughs) I mean it's just plain and simple I think that's like for a lot of students especially in graduate school when you get in the class and you look at the syllabus and it says something about a group presentation, a group paper group project, group whatever and you're you're looking around like okay First of all someone needs to (laughs)
0: apply to be in my
3: motherfucking group I need to see your writing (laughs) <laughs> yeah because you know it's, and it's not even about getting a particular grade it's yeah. just you know everyone pull their weight like this is a, a learning experience for all of us and especially for students who are interested in going into academia this is a preparation of co-authoring
0: mm-hmm.
3: you know mm-hmm. co-presenting and if you are not taking it seriously and not pulling your weight, then, oh, no, boo, I can't rock with you. Mm-hmm. Now that I said that, now I'm realizing, oh, maybe that's why some classes are like that and you have to do a group project, but mm-hmm. whatever. But, yeah, like, it's not just some hokey pokey activity just for a professor to get their rocks off. It, it, it is a preparation um, to go into scholarly work in a collaborative way and i think an effective and successful way is when you know people are open you're communicating often and everyone doesn't have to have the exact same interest um but there is a a space of openness Where you can you feel comfortable with bouncing your ideas, Mm -hmm. and comfortable to give constructive uh, feedback
1: on how to. Mm -hmm. don't
3: waste people's time right right
2: don't waste people's time time. so yeah i think there's something to be said about like collaboration right because yeah people in the academy don't just do things on their own people operate through collectives through collaborating with others but sometimes we get jaded about group activities or collaborating with people because of the experiences we have in the classroom right Mm -hmm. working with groups when people don't pull their weight but in addition to that then that continues to foster like these like unhealthy collaborations that then go into people who become your copies and then mm. do no fucking work. Mm. You oh. know?
3: And that name is still <laughs> on that publication.
2: Yes. Oh. Mm. And so it's it's so important to have good experiences with collaboration because that will influence the way that you that you define and that you really think of collaboration and the way that you're going to engage in the group and the way that other people are going to engage in the group. If you have the person who's used to doing nothing and that's what their collaboration style is, that's not someone you wanna fucking work with. You have to consider that. But again it I think it goes back to like how that's even explained how is that defined how is that you know what are the what's the rubric what are the expectations to collaborating mm-hmm. with people and also how do you really know if it's gonna be a good collaboration if you're or if if, someone's
0: if, gonna take advantage of your work
2: exactly mm.
1: <sighs>
2: mm. we're not jaded at all
0: <laughs> Read that read into that side read into that. Mm, mm,
2: mm. <sighs>
0: However, the good thing is, is that we have each other. And we are a dope-ass collab, just even walking. Yes. Mm. Literally. On to binge balance. <laughs> what the <laughs> yes. fuck are we watching? <laughs> I binged tentified this weekend. It was good. There are some issues that I on have Netflix. with it. There are some issues. Yeah, there, is not some. Netflix. Netflix. It's on on Netflix. Netflix. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Gentrified, yeah. Hentified. So it's like a play on words for gentrified. It's set in Boyle Heights. Mm-hmm. That is not my community. So I, I, the whole time I was watching it, I was thinking, I wonder how folks from that community feel. There were some issues that I had with it, but overall, I I, I liked it. I mean, there's complexities and nuances, and I feel like that could be its own episode. Um, it might be, right? But I don't want to get into it right now because it's, it's a lot bigger and... Yeah, watch it. Tell us what you think. Problematize, critique, think about it. Also, I have been watching this HBO documentary series called McMillions. And oh
1: my god, a, me too. Oh, it's <laughs> so good. It's and it's good. about
0: how people were de- were scam? plotting and scamming the fucking Monopoly McDonald's game. What? And literally getting the million dollar tickets. What? and i and you know what's wild is like when when the mcdonald's monopoly game was on i was like no one ever wins no one ever i've never seen anyone win yeah because i would collect the thing
3: uh, yeah 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 it was hella into it i was so mad and it
1: was like yeah i can't get yeah. more little fish <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh my god i was really <laughs> <I was hella laughs> piss <laughs> because my um we would strategize. We'd go to like different McDonald's in the bay. Yeah, in the bay, <laughs> and we'd be like, "All right, what you get?" And we try to put them together. I'm like, "I've had I've had too many chicken nuggets." <laughs> yeah. <came> um, <laughs> that okay? So seriously,
0: that when you say filet fish, that should reminded me of shout out to Jesus from Jesus Romero, cause he be talking about eating filet fish with black coffee. I'm just like delicious.
3: no. I, I funny t- like, Yeah. To, I have a funny story about my grandpa RFP. So my grandfather was hella old school. Like, why are you eating outside of the house? You don't know if somebody just like dropped their booty in <laughs> your burger. Yes. So I'm gonna Damn. eat my red beans and rice at home. So but a kid of the eighties, like, can we yeah. please go to McDonald's? So my cousins and I were like, Grandpa, please let's go through the drive thru. Yeah. And we would like a uh, filet of fish. And he was looking at like a filet of fish? That don't even sound that's not yeah. Filet, there's no filet of fish. And we we're like, no, it's fillet of fish. We get up to the window and he's like, Yeah, can I get a filet of soul? <laughs> <laughs> and oh he was like, I mean, we
0: didn't even think about that, but you yeah, know, like, filet of fish, like, we yeah.
3: that? Like, we yeah. yeah. a fish. I think it's a lot yeah. of kinds <laughs> of fish <laughs> in there. Yeah. 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 Talk, talk about collaborative
0: work, okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's it's a, lot of, say the same. There's a <laughs> lot of shit in there. Um, yeah, that's my grandpa too, especially during Lent. He'd be passing out filet of fish, like, Ooh. it's free, like, let it run. He <laughs> <Dude>, literally just come home like, like it, y'all. Yes, and then he really microwaves mm. that shit. Oh. No. <laughs> I want to tell you that I'm lying. I want to tell you that I'm no. lying. But I'm not. I'm not. And you know what? I lived in my grandparents' house until I was 10. And that is one thing I do not miss is fucking my Papa Chewy putting fish in the microwave. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yeah, it's so bad. And then they have the heater on, and they have all the windows no. closed. Oh, my God. God. Anyway, watch McMillions. Uh, tell us what you think. Part of the series comes out every Monday. Um, I think the last episode this week was the fourth, and there's only two more episodes left. So I really liked it. Yeah,
1: that's what I've been watching. The, the last episode, though, McDonald's. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dude. It, it's Homegirl I kept saying McDonald's, McDonald's, and I was like, is this me? <laughs> or it, it is homegirl calling really bad McDonald's. for the McDonald's. I felt bad for her too, got, but I could not stop with the McDonald's. Everyone she, says a different no,
2: Jacksonville. No, but
1: it's McDonald's. You don't say McDonald's. She
3: yeah, just, some people say. Well, okay, my I mom was uh, McDonald.
1: Oh, that's that's fine. because it's a like mick. <laughs> there's a mick. but she was, I like, was like, you know,
3: McDonald's.
1: And she was like, I went to McDonald's.
3: Like my mom will look like there's no. D in the word is McDonald's. It's like my
1: cousin and she would say my, my, my cousin would say passport," And I'm like, Where's the A bitch? <laughs> Where's the other a? And she'd be like, Passport. And I am like, You mean passport? Is this
0: the sign that she, say, she
1: would say Nordstrom. And I was like, You mean Nordstrom? She was like, Yeah, Nordstrom. And I was like, Girl, there's My R dad. R there's my shrimp. dad says instead
0: of continue, he says continue. Okay. Oh my gosh. And I'm just like Whew. Dad, and then now he knows that it. Like, so he's like, and you continue, and you continue, and he just said, he like, "All right, all right,
1: Dad." You know what? We're we going good. to McDonald's after this. Can <laughs> Y'all can find so it. Shout out to uh, all, all the mics, all the okay. McDonald's out there.
2: Give us. When so I everyone's pet peeves
0: I <laughs>
3: about language
0: pronunciation it's very
1: privileged that is very thing. privileged I am not. I was just like I was doing something so I'm listening to it and then homegirl's like what about McDonald's and I was like but you knew what she was talking about of course I did because I was like I the <laughs> but I was just like did you hear that or was that me they're like no I think so and then when I said it again I was like Bitch, where's McDonald's, though? <laughs> <laughs> it was fucked up. Watch Seriously it.
0: Thought, yeah. Like,
1: critique it. Please, like, if you have, like, something to say about it, or there's, like, an anecdote or something that just, like, got you, please email us at Color at gmail.com or hit us up in the DM at Instagram, PhD Dean, Dean in and color. color. <laughs> <laughs> I got stuck. Um, color. Anything else? <laughs> yeah. Hey, what other shows are popping? Okay. Um, like can I run
3: through stuff. PBS, okay, this was oh. last year, oh, okay, so, but you know, school, mm-hmm. and it took me a while to finish this. Um, PBS mm-hmm. has this four part series um, documentary series um called College Behind Bars. Well, it follows a uh, not really a call, but it follows a group of men, uh, a men's prison. Who attend college Mm -hmm. and the way that the program is designed, it's a liberal arts education, Mm -hmm. so it's not trade based, and there's Mm -hmm. nothing to downplay on um, trade education. Um, But the basis and how this starts um, is talking about um, the correctional system and how the injustice uh, system, the injustice system, and how. Prison initially, whenever it started, was was supposed to be uh, re- about rehabilitation, mm-hmm. yeah. right? So way back in the day, the college college courses were available, right? Mm-hmm. So that um, as a way to reduce uh, recidivism. Mm-hmm. But then at some point, with the rise of private prison capitalism, capitalism. Mm-hmm. capitalism, and then how to right. private prisons make money is bodies, yeah, commodification. Right? So mm-hmm. why focus on rehabilitation when these private mm-hmm. prisons want people in it? So when that happened, they talked about how the offerings of college courses in prisons just <sighs> reduced and <clears throat> just like completely went away. So um, as an education scholar, this is not my niche, but just as someone who is a big proponent of higher education um, and access to everyone, um, this is a really good um, documentary that talks about what it really means to, to for a, a society's commitment to people mm-hmm. and to people, period. Mm-hmm. So people make mistakes or people get caught up or people are wrongfully mm-hmm. accused, yeah. right? And now in our society, at least in the in United States society, coming out of prison, you know, you've done your time, mm-hmm. right? But that follows folks, mm-hmm ever yeah. right it, it, it reduces yeah. access to to jobs and the idea of being able to earn a college degree the thought is that that somehow can give folks who have done their time a little bit more leverage to try and you know start a new life mm-hmm. right I was talking about this with my partner this whole idea, because he has a couple family members who um, are away uh, for life. But um, but thinking about, and one of his uncles was in and out. And he said the reasoning was he would come out, his uncle would come out, try to get a job. And I mean, try to get a job, just something entry level, mm-hmm. right? Um, food service. Mm-hmm. And... What's on, like, every job application? Are you a felon? Mm -hmm. Are you a felon, right? And um, Never been convicted of a crime. Mm. Right. And employers are not supposed to discriminate against that. But but then why is that question there? Why is that question there? Why is it important, especially if someone has already served their time? And I said, let's add another layer to this uh, when you think about someone who um, hasn't completed high school yet. Right, so you have someone that hasn't completed high school yet. They're checking this box, and they're getting doors slammed closed in their face. So how are they supposed to uh, make a living? So then we go back to like the example of my partner's uncle, where it's like, okay, I need to live. I'm gonna go back to what I know, and then there's this cycle back in. So at some point, and, and, you know, some folks will say, well, they shouldn't be doing that, but it's like, at, at some point, as a society, we have to take ownership of that, and, yeah, I really... Yeah, I really, they're
2: complicit in creating these problems. Right, and just saying,
3: well, they're in jail, that it, it, they don't deserve, and like, no, that's not actually um, how all of mm-hmm. this should work. If the If the focus really is on rehabilitating folks, and ensuring that they lead a life on the outside. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I suggest if you haven't um, already watched the four-part series, please do watch it. It's on PBS. So, I don't know how PBS runs, but you know, if you have a PBS I, app. Yeah, I think you can
0: also look for stuff uh, specifically from PBS on YouTube. And I want to thank you for bringing that up. That's been something that's been on my mind The last time I was able to speak to my cousin and my uncle who are currently incarcerated together, their happiest part of that conversation was them going to school and talking to me about their anthropology class and talking to me about their Spanish class. And it was something that always makes me reflect and think about just the amount of the wealth of knowledge that folks have and how... It doesn't matter if you go to school, where you go to school, how you go to school, how you're educated, how you learn. Like, folks hold knowledge in so many different ways, and unfortunately, they are going to school while being locked up together. But, yeah, I just want to say, I love you, Anthony, and I love you, Theo. Yeah, thanks for bringing
3: that Yes. So, please watch it It there's a... I think it does a good job of like highlighting um, particular men, um, some that graduate while still incarcerated, some mm-hmm. that um, are released, and the program allows them to continue their education on the physical campus. I can't remember which campus. I know it's on the East Coast, but now I can't remember which university it is. But it's a program where they can start, the program inside, and then if they're released, they can finish it on the outside, so... Anything
0: else? Anything else folks should watch?
3: I'm I'm watching watching these books. Stack up. Everyone's like,
0: I know. There was another show that my sister told me to watch. She said it was really good. Um, I think Jordan Peele is the main writer. Um it's on Amazon. Oh. And she said it's really good. Um let me see. Hunters. Yes. So I feel like this sounds familiar. Oh. Yes. So she's it says Nazi hunters discover hundreds of high ranking Nazi officials in nineteen seventy seven New York City. Conspiring to create a Fourth Reich in the U.S., the hunters set out to bring the Nazis to justice and thwart their new genocidal plans. Um, It's all out together. Um, You don't have to wait for the episodes to come out. I have not watched it yet, but my sister told me it's legitimate. Shout out to Boo Boo for the binge-worthy
2: show option. I'm like, do you have a show, Hotel Scholar? i I've,
1: I so watch a lot. So. I watched I watched Sentify all in one day. That was my self care.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um I've been watching McDonalds, so I've been watching that one. Um, I watch like if I like I like to have you, stuff that I need to like pay attention to for shows and then stuff that's mindless. Um, so I like to have, like, that balance of, like, the minor stuff I can do or try to be productive, but, no, I feel like I'm scared to get engaged with new shows because I know my, like, I'll get addicted and I'll be like, oh, and I'll binge watch because I like binging. I don't like, oh, I have to wait a whole week. Oh, but, um, this Friday, Drag Race is coming out, season 12. Ooh. so i'm a total drag race fan so get ready to hear all the because i'm gonna be bringing it up every week <laughs> and be like did you see that shit did you see untucked <laughs> um so i'm excited for that what else is going on but other than that i feel like i've just been just busy with my work with the work that we're y'all doing
3: that's the one thing that I am like looking
1: forward to in terms of movies.
3: I've been this buzz about Anta Oh my gosh! Oh, and I, don't know. I am waiting with bated breath. Like yes. I, the <laughs> trailers, the clips. Janelle Monae, who I just love What's that name, um, is in it, and it looks really good. Yes. April twenty fourth, twenty twenty, it looks like. That we should go see it together. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. We should. Get some drinks in us.
0: Uh I did also watch the photograph with Issa oh, Ray oh, and Lakin' I haven't seen it. Oh, I, um, it good. I, I really so good. liked it. And the soundtrack is dope. Bomb. I loved it.
1: How many of y'all pay attention to soundtracks when um when you're watching movies?
0: All the time. Yeah. I feel like okay. I
1: always have my phone ready to like I use Soundhound.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and
1: I'm always like when I hear something and I'm not sure I always put it on so that it'll get the song because I, I'm always about soundtrack music like that's a make it or break it for me for movies like is a soundtrack like adding to it and getting yeah. it or... yeah.
0: yeah yeah it was really good I liked it Issa and and Lakeith Stanfield they just have like Really good connection that makes you really believe like they're really together, and then I mm. found out that she's actually engaged to some man I don't even know.
3: She's
2: giving
0: a whole movie away, girl. No, 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 no. In, in, in real, real life. life. In real I know. life. Oh, wait, wait.
2: <laughs> she's engaged.
0: Tell she's like, she's engaged to her long time boo. That that's what I'm saying. That like no one. Uh, I'm like I've never she, seen she, this person. Oh, will. I mean, I mean, yeah. You know.
1: Where where is she? Because we're. We're at the coffee shop every Sunday. Don't don't take our
0: booze. Um, <laughs> but yeah, really? <laughs> mm-hmm. So about the photograph, the soundtrack is really good. Robert Glasper does a really great job of like scoring it, and provi- it's like jazz. So it's just it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then her also has a new song. That comes out in it, which I love. Uh, Lucky Day also has a new song that comes out in it. So watch it. Tell us what you think. I really loved it. And I also felt like I was being read for not being vulnerable enough. So I was like, I need to be. (laughs) Oh, I can't see this Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I need to be taking notes on Issa's character. But yeah, yeah, I really loved it. It had like a little Love Jones vibe, which I appreciate so yeah i liked it mm-hmm. i liked it a lot nice.
3: you talk about a good soundtrack i soundtrack. know yes mm-hmm.
0: so good so good and if we had enough money i would definitely be playing music on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we got no dollars to be paying no copyright. we're trying to
1: figure out how to get music going or if you have any advice yes us up so we can mm. figure this out um just wanted to, like, uh, chime in as to why the hell did we steer off onto our binge-worthy section or binge balance section. We're students. We're family members. We're parents. We're partners. multiple job workers. We're partners. Party. So, so much stuff is going on, and sometimes we need to feel like we are taking a break or just some type of, like, chill session. And mm-hmm. so, this is why we steered off in this episode about what we're watching, what we're doing to, like... <laughs> take care of that other aspect of ourselves that's not always catering to the needs of others but to ourselves so
0: yeah. I'm please locking, please please i'm laughing because i tried hot yoga <laughs> and it i really loved it i was like wow this is like meditation for your body and then i got sick <laughs> i had it i thought i had food poisoning but it was dehydration oh. yeah I am gonna go back, but I just have to drink a lot more. I drank a lot of water the day before because I knew that it was gonna be really hot and then I'd be sweating. How do they make the room hot? It's is like sauna. Thing? It's like a like a heater, but it's like oh, it's, it's like dry it's, heat. No, it's this one was humid, so it depends on where you go. Oh, like some okay. folks have like dry heat, but this is humid. So like my my hair is curly, so my hair was like popping. It was like all <laughs> over the place. Which is cool because I like it. Um, but it was it was really good. I really enjoyed that. Um, so that's one of the ways that I tried to take care of myself and like, you know, besides benching hentified and like the McMillian stuff. But yeah, so try it with caution. But I really liked it and I am gonna go back. And this Friday I'm going to dance class. So we will see. Ooh, what kind of dance? I'm gonna try bachata. Ooh. So i I know the basic step, but I want to see. It's really hard for me to dance with a partner because mm. I like to lead. <laughs> and, and, Same. <laughs> and and <laughs> just
3: lead then. Yeah,
0: it's it's hard. I dance on I dance on, <laughs> that. I dance on that. And there's only sp- specific people that I can dance with as a partner because they know me and my body and how I try to, like, lead. And those mm. are, like, specifically my cousin Mark. Like, he's really good at leading me. And I trust him and allow him to lead me. But, like, when I be out, I'd be like, oh, we can't be holding hands and shit. Because I'd be like, I'm going to turn you right
3: <laughs> <on."> <laughs> so What you just say about being vulnerable. And- yeah. So I'm going to practice. <laughs> so I'm going to practice. But I mean, it could be the start with. with
0: yeah, that. yeah. Yeah. So, and those are, like, specifically in Latinx dances, like, mm-hmm. the men's got to lead. Or that's the traditional way. And so... You know that's the way it's taught and stuff but yeah so that's always been like a thing with me it's like i'm like Ugh, i don't want to go that way <laughs> but yeah so we'll see but binge let us know take care of yourselves spend time doing all of that and lastly we want to shout out
2: just everyone who's working on their proposals for dissertation on any pro- proposals for conferences on who have defended their dissertations, Holla. Or, or defended oh their proposals. Congratulations to you all. You deserve it. You're doing amazing things. Keep on going.
0: I know everyone that's working on thesis as well, um, master students doing the research projects and stuff like that. Like shout out to everyone. It's a hard grind. I don't know what it's like yet. I mean, <laughs> I'm working on my exploratory study. It's uh, like that. Yeah, we're in the midst of it. It's like it. that. It's like that. Yeah, but That's what um, shout out is. to Academic Clapback. <laughs> She's about to figure out and choose a day when to defend her proposal. So we're excited about that. I'm excited. I'm ready with my pen and paper. <laughs> and yeah, thank y'all for listening to PhD in Color. This is Adriana, emphasis on the D and the R, one-fourth of the problematic PhDs. Catch y'all later.
3: (laughs) BBW.
1: It
2: (laughs) And this is Academic Clapback. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.